Welcome back, Power Pitches, season three. We're not counting it as episode six, this little bonus episode we're throwing out there. Uh, we've seen five games of the season so far, and we decided we want to do a little, a little bit of transfer chatter because you don't want to look an idiot after saying you think a transfer is good, and then the season starts and they're absolutely terrible. Um, this is a little bit influenced by preseason. This is a little bit influenced by the start of the season, and we're going to go through four categories. Uh, our favourite transfer, our one to watch slash most exciting transfer, our most overpriced, and our least favourite. And we are going to try and make sure we don't just say the same person for every category because <laughs> I'm sure when everyone heard least favourite and most overpriced, there was one name that came to mind. Um, but let's let's start on a positive, go for our favourites, and I want to chuck a little sidebar out straight away. DRB to Villa, mate. When I saw that, wow, I didn't even think a, about that one. Yeah, a because I thought, fuck me, that's that's like a really good player, that's a really exciting player to come into the league. Obviously, we're all good at Leverkusen. But also because I just thought, like, fair play to Villa, mate. They've picked up a player that, like, the traditional big six or someone like Newcastle might have been looking at. And, like, to get someone in like that's a real, real big achievement, I think. Yeah, no, I can see he's going to be good for the team. Um, it was kind of like a weird one because, obviously, this is, this sounds like I have no bar knowledge. But as a FIFA head, like, three years ago... The RBs one of those guys, 96 pace, 96, Bundesliga, 96. sprinting <laughs> yeah. down the wing and like he was a good guy and I thought, oh, what a player. And now I'm seeing him at Villa and I'm like, and maybe actually is good in real life. And he is, he was, he's quite nice. He's quite nice with it. So yeah, he's had a, he's had a couple of goals and assists already, mate, in the first five yeah. games. So it's looking like a good signing for him. They've got a good front line. But yeah, I do. Yeah, literally, when you, when you think favorite transfer, I don't even think about Villa. I'm not gonna lie, with mine, I stuck to City. And my favourite transfer is Cavadio. Just because... Very good signing. Got rid of Laporte. Um, and obviously we're doing this thing now for some reason where we play four centre-backs in our defence. And he's... <laughs> it he's, well, he's, it? Yeah. He's young enough, he's fast enough, and he's strong enough. And he does... When I watch him next to Diaz, I'm like, they're the same person. It's mad. Because Cavadio, obviously, is younger, but he looks like he has experience. It's weird. Like he's so good, he's so built, and he's not like rash with it. Like he, he's got a smart head, and obviously when you got players around you that have won a Champions League, won Premier Leagues, and you got Pep as your manager, he can only go up from here. So, yeah, Gavardiol's are definitely. I'm excited to see what he can do with us this season. Yeah, uh, I'm 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 gonna go for one that I'm really, that I'm I'm really not happy about because it be, be, because it's the team I hate most in the league and it's Tottenham. James Madison. Uh, I have confidence. James. <laughs> that James was my number Madison. two option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Madison, because we all know how good we all know how good he was anyway. But he's he's come from a lesser team that struggled for the last like couple of years, and he's just slotted right into that team. Slotted right into that team. He scored goals already. He set up goals. He set up goals already. And he's he he, he looks he looks like he's been at Spurs forever. And he he looks like a proper old school Spurs player. He, 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 like, like if I if I just started watching football now and someone told me he'd been there ten years, I'd go yeah, well yeah, that makes sense. He look he look. He Look exactly like it, but he had just slotted in perfectly there, and he just looked. He, he looks like he, he looks like a really, really good, good, good signing for them. And he's like I say, started really well, and I can I, I can only imagine the amount of goals he's going to get by the end of the season and what he's going to do for them. And just, and so yeah, and so yeah, he's he's my pick for for, for, for favourite signing so far. 
because because I was I was trying to I was trying to go away away from my team, so I thought I'd go for someone else. I'd go I'd go for Madison because he he's just different class in that Spurs team so far. Yeah, I've gone for Madison too. I just think he is exactly what Spurs have been missing, isn't it? Really, since Ericsson left. Um, I mean, Kane, Son, Kulusevski. I mean, that was good, but they were still missing that player deeper where they can get on the ball, have that bit of flair, technical quality. You know, play those passes. I throw a goal. Um, yeah, he's literally exactly what Spurs have been missing um, for years. So, yeah, I mean, he's joy to watch, isn't he? You watch him play football and he gets you off your seat, really, doesn't he? When he gets on the ball, yeah, he's high up the pitch. He's quality, quality. Did you have any other options, uh, Vic Graham? Because I've got, I've got another two written down, to be fair. Don't yeah, I've got, I've got one yeah. more written down. I was thinking of Declan Rice. Um, I mean, I know it's that <laughs> We call him 41, think... remember? But yeah, I think there was doubts about like how he'd fit into Arsenal, um, like whether he'd have like the technical attributes to like fit in, and um, you know, with Shaq leaving as well. But I, he's another player that you watch him and you think you think he's playing at Arsenal for so many years. Um, doesn't really put a foot wrong as well. Whenever I watch him play, he doesn't really put make a wrong pass. I mean, I think he did towards the end, to be fair, yesterday. But um, yeah, he just he's got everything: Phys- physicality, you know, his awareness is good. Reading, yeah, you know it all really about him, don't you? Um, quality play. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, to, yeah, to, yeah, to, to be fair to him, he got he got that late goal as well the other week, didn't he? Yeah. For, for Arsenal and 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 so and so as as much as much as it's a bit of a joke calling him number forty one, he I, I do I do still like him as a player. He is going he is going to be really he is going to be really good. He is, he has fitted in quicker than I thought he would for Arsenal, especially with how preseason went. But it looked like Arteta didn't know where to play him, but he he has done really well as the season started. Arsenal so far. It's going to be interesting to see how how how, how number forty one does in the Champions League. All, almost, almost. <laughs> My um, second pick was oh, actually Ward Prowse. It was actually Ward Prowse. Um, I just think, obviously, I, I we I don't know if we talked about it last season or not on power pitches, but we said that Ward Prowse probably isn't a mid-table Premier League player, but he's proven me wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. His his it's like set pieces are obviously out of this world, but he's also providing yeah. a lot more out outfield. So oh, yeah, he's proving me wrong. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah, to kind of follow on for the midfielder vibe and to be the same as uh, Spencer and give it to a team that I fucking hate. Um, so Bosley and Gravenberg to Liverpool. So Bosley's obviously been so good so far this season. We haven't seen Gravenberg yet, but. Obviously, Gravenberg, I kind of wanted him to come to United. I thought he would with Tenard there as well. Um, he obviously didn't have a great time at Bayern last year. But I think he could be really interesting, mate. I think he actually could be really good. Like Especially, we've been saying Liverpool's defence has been a bit shaky so far this year. And I think he can add a bit of steel into that midfield, which will help with their, with their back line as well. Um, but yeah, so a lot of midfielders in there, to be fair. I think I'm the only person who chucked that well. Centre-back a winger and then all midfielders. So it's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, let's move on to one to watch slash most exciting. And uh, let me just say it, because everyone's probably going to say it. And that's Ansu Fatty to Brighton. Yeah, just that was number one. Not for me. 
But it's the, the 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 thought of Ansu Fati to Brighton. How can you not be excited by that? Mental. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, yeah. I can't lie. He didn't even actually come to mind. You know, for that. <laughs> really? Straight in my head, he, I was like, mate. What? Literally, as soon as as soon as he even discussed doing transfer categories, he was the first person that came to my head. Just because when does a young player who's class go from Barca to Brighton? It must be the first time in history, mate. It's wild. Yeah, it is a weird one because he was even like one of those throwaway players for Barca. He was like a good player. I think Ed said it the other the other week. He scored like twelve goals for Barca last season. Yeah, I think he was. I think in the I think in the league. Yeah, I don't know if it was twelve. I think he was the second highest goal scorer in the league for Barca after yeah, Muski. And I, <laughs> so I don't really get why they've loaned him, but that's also I'm like I want to see what he's going to do in that Brighton team. Like so so good to watch anyway. So good on the attack. Like could he just flourish, mate? And maybe they're going to use some of that Caicedo money next summer and just go, fuck it, there you go, Barca. There's ninety million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Go on then, Vic. Who, who are you saying for that? Because yeah, I'm for, I'm surprised. For like exciting one to watch I went for Doku just because of his play style and like what he brings Doku is, what I've, is my second pick. was my second pick yeah and then I went for Tenali as well in terms of like going from AC Milan I mean we always thought that he'd stay at AC Milan for like his whole career and it felt like he didn't even want to leave and comes to the Premier League comes to Newcastle and I'd say he suits him pretty well I mean I know the balance isn't perfect there because you've got Gimmeres behind missing Willock um but yeah, I think that's it's a bit strange how Fatty didn't come to mind really for me. But yeah, I think you can't really argue with Docker especially because yeah, he's just one of those players where you you watch City every game now and you're just when the ball comes to him, you know a bit of unpredictability with what he can do. He can go on both feet, go on the outside, inside. Um, so yeah, he's a player that gets. He reminds me a bit of Saint Maximin really. Get get on the ball, gets fans off the seats, didn't he? So yeah. Spencer. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we've already we've already said Fatty and Ta- and Tonali was gonna was gonna be was gonna be one of mine as well. But I I I, I am I am gonna stick to, to my team for this one. Mohamed Kudos coming in from Ajax, signed signed off at Ajax with a hat trick to make sure they got into Europe this season, which I which I thought was really good, was really class of him because he he could he could he could he could have just said to him, oh I'm I'm done with you now, I'm I'm going going West Ham, whatever. But he but he made that conscious decision to stay there and make sure they got into Europe. And so yeah, he he's one of those players who who is going to be really exciting. Doku as well, Doku as well. After after I I I didn't I didn't really know too much about him until I saw him yesterday and just or over the weekend and just just how good he was, just how how fast he was, how rapid he was. He, he is he's going to be another one that's going to be really really fun to watch this year. But I am looking forward to seeing what Kudos does when he can when he can be fit and break into our our first team this season. That could be fun to watch as well. I actually had Kudos on my list as well because I thought that's an interesting one. Yeah, like a a, a, a nice attacking winger at Ajax into that into that West Ham team. And obviously a little bit I track a little bit of bias in there because probably one of the only players who not like getting there like. I'm quite interested to see what Hoyland does, mate. Like in his first few games, unlucky that his goal was disallowed against Brighton. Um, but he seems rapid. He seems strong. And to see a striker that's less than 32 years of age at United is quite nice. Because that's just the trend we've had recently. <laughs> like it's, you know, Zlatan, Gavani, it's always the older players. Um, so, yeah. I think the, I had Fatty, then Doku, Hoyland and Kudos. 
with Highland, it's part of like expectations. Like you can't expect mm. Harland Harland level of numbers just because no. like no no what, one can. That's what like I think some fans, you know, will get used to seeing and they'll expect that from other players. But I think they just have to be realistic. I think Highland, you're looking at for his first season, twelve more than twelve, fifteen. If you can get that, it's mate. If he gets ten. If he can even get ten prem goals, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's that's what I just want to watch, just just to see what United do with a young, pacey, and strong striker. Will just that's why I thought it was interesting more than just my own bias. I just thought it's just interesting isn't it? when you see a young striker who's got these accolades in another country and has these physical like levels. You think let's let's see what he can do. Um, so we've had all of our lovely, happy, positive ones. Now let's move into ones that are going to get us in trouble. And most overpriced, should we all just say it in unison? Three, two, one. It's Kai Havertz to Arsenal. Yep. I, I <laughs> was thinking Kai Sado. I went with Kai Sado as well. Yeah. I had Kai Sado second, but I. 150 million. I have. 150 million. I have million someone else expensive least Premier League. 115, yeah. 150, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I, I had Kai Sado written down, and I thought maybe. But it's not overpriced when you consider that Rice went for 105. Like it's maybe 15 mil overpriced, but when you're talking of a scale of 115 mil, that's that 15 mil isn't really the big, the big egger in that. He was un, he has been unbelievable for Brighton, and because and because they waited so late in the window, I kind of got like I said, it was so expensive. But Havertz for me. The reason all of you, Havertz. the reason all of you are going to have them on either most overpriced or least favourite is because they've sent sixty-five million on a player who should be a bench player. Like, yeah. If they bought him for thirty-five, mm. and then he was sitting on the bench and was just being bought on, because then if you were just bringing him on to play any of them attacking roles later on in the games, try and change it up, then you probably will be going, yeah, fair enough, you know, thirty, thirty-five million, that's not bad. It's a sixty-five million. And the fact that he's now trying to shoehorn him into the team because of the money he's spent, that's why I've chucked Havertz the most overpriced for me. Yeah, I think with Havertz, right, he spent four years in the Premier League and yeah. want to spend sixty-five million on him. I mean, it's I don't get it at all, really. It's so weird. It's same with Mount. Did Mount? I mean, Mount's different, but how much did you? Like? I had Mount. I had Mount Mount's fifty-five. Mount's my number one. Really? Um, you know what? My I, number two I, actually. I did have Mount on my list as well. My number two is actually Hoyland. Um, oh, I also had Hoyland on my list. I think it, it's, also had it's United. It's United tax though, isn't it? It is United tax. Yeah. With a lot of these players. 100%. And it kind of sucks to be a United fan, but at the same time. <laughs> Always. <laughs> the audio <laughs> listeners, Benji just did something very rude over the camera. <laughs> Put your trousers back um, on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did have Holland as well. I think it's just paying for potential, isn't it? And young attackers in the modern game. If, if you're a young attacker, I mean, look at Mudrick, hundred million. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, any young, any player less than twenty one, twenty two that scores more than like eight or nine league goals, all of a sudden is worth like over seventy million. Like it just it's is. Mad. It's just the way football is at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Like it is a bit mental. So that's why I kind of thought it was a bit harsh and. This season he might seem overpriced, but if in two years' time he's fucking bit of a bagsman, then you'd be like, yeah. Oh well, Joe, I mean it's, yeah, it's money yeah. well spent. But then you know in United it'd probably turn out to be a wife beater or just get injury prone as anything like <laughs> anything could happen, honestly. We are so cursed. 
Um, so then let's roll on to least favourite. And I'm going to let you lot start on this one because I've got I've got two that I don't think any of you are going to go for. I've got a few, and I don't I think anyone's got mine. Right, my one is Oof. kind of it's kind of obvious, but Cole Palmer, um, fifty oh, mil, f- fifty mil, forty mil to Chelsea. Just I don't know. He he was a youth player for us, and he's twenty one, so he's not that much of a youth. He wasn't really that good. Obviously, he got a goal in Champions League, he got a goal in Premier League, FA Cup. He's got a goal in all of them, but. I don't know. He's not, I don't rate him at all. Um, but he's my least favourite transfer, number one, 100%. And the next one is actually Mason Mount. Um, I don't like him. Fair. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just don't like him. I just don't think he's like top six quality in the Premier League. I think he just needs to move country or Savage. stay at Chelsea. Because how can you be... Chelsea fans are saying the next Frank Lampard. He threw the nah, Chelsea Academy. We were I not, seen it. Yes, you I were. Seen it. Yes, I you were. Yes, you were. Nah. Let's have it right. All the Chelsea fans were. Oh, he Come was Chelsea now. Academy. He did free kicks. He was like, oh, I love Frank Lampard. He's like, Frank Lampard was his manager. They were buddies. And then he's like, oh, you know what? I'll go to United. Mad. It is mad to me. His, so, dad was, yeah. his dad was always like pushing for him um, to go United behind the scenes and stuff. Because I think his dad's like a massive United fan or something. That is not. Yeah. I mean, I'd say my least favourite is either him or Havertz, really. You could go with either one. Um, oh, yeah, yours them, is going to be <laughs> Mason Mount. It's the fact that they've both like, left to go to Premier League rivals. Like, fair enough if Havertz goes like back to Germany or somewhere and then Mount like goes to like Another Premier League, but one that's not like on the, you know, like the size of a couple of United. Um, so yeah, I just don't get either of it really. I mean, fair enough, we'll take the money for it. Sixty-five million and yeah, you got a lot of money. You a lot of money for yeah. the for the quality of those players. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Like I was expecting uh-huh. thirty, maybe twenty million for yeah, them. Yeah, hundred and twenty mil for them too. And the fact that uh, Kovacic went for like thirty million. Thirty million. <laughs> Bad, <isn't it? laughs> yeah. Okay. It is mad. Come on, Spencer. Give us your least favorite transfers. Least favorite. Least favorite. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for a weird. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go for a weird one. I'm gonna go for. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for a weird one because because he's someone who I do think is 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 a very good keeper. But I just don't understand the transfer and why the team have done it. David Raya oh, to right. Arsenal. Yeah. They, yeah. They, I don't. I, I don't understand it from any point of view. I don't understand because 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 it's on loan. I don't I don't understand why Brentford have let it happen. I don't understand why Arteta's thought it was necessary. I'm not not sure why Ray has decided to go there because because even if Arteta is doing this thing with with, with swapping the goalkeepers, that's never worked. I've never once seen that work with two number ones. So, so, so David Raya at Brentford, he's going to play every single game, whereas at Arsenal, he's going to play once every couple of weeks to two, once every two, three weeks maybe. And so, I just don't, I just don't understand the transfer from anyone's point of view on on that on on that particular deal. And so, yeah, so that's going to be my my like least favourite ones from the summer. I- I don't think Arteta rates Ramsdale, mate. Ramsdale had a bad when yeah. when Arsenal were bad at the end of last season, mate. Ramsdale was also quite bad, and and actually, funnily enough, you say about Raya being alone. We spoke about this in the first week, Benji, and I was saying here's the problem with Havertz being overpriced is that they had to loan 
Raya because they didn't have the financial capability to spend like 28 million on him. And that's when you go in. So why have you spent 65 on Havertz? And if you can't afford yeah. 28 on the goalkeeper, you want to replace your keeper with. Um, so yeah, fair enough. That is actually a good shout. I didn't even think about that, but I actually do appreciate that. I didn't like that. So now I've got, I got two old boys, two Premier League old boys that didn't deserve the move they got. Um, I'm going to start with my number two because I want my number one to be the finisher just so we can all really laugh about it. My number two is James Milner going to Brighton. No, no. no, James Milner was going to be one of my favourites. That's one no, of my favourites. Jimmy Milner mate, no, still no, going no, on. No, 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 no. City no, legend, Brighton, Liverpool legend. Brighton are so much, and now he's going to be a Brighton legend. Than that. Brighton are so much better than that. Like They didn't need Milner. Like, why Why even get him on a free? Like, is he even it's ever going to play? Like, like, no, he's not. He's not anymore. He's not anymore. Oh, he's been, Ed, man. He has been poo. He has been poo for Liverpool for the last couple of seasons. He's got no legs left. And... The only thing I could think, I was looking, I was thinking about going, why have they got him? The only thing I could think is Brighton maybe thinking they might win something this year and then having him there to be like, oh, this is how you win a final, blah, blah, blah. As a player, Milner is finished. He is so finished. No, Mate, I don't think one of he best is. Mates Liverpool fan, no. One of the best mates Liverpool fan. Last season, he loved James Milner. Last season, he was cussing him out every week for being so out of it, so off the pace, so easy to get. I think at one point last season, he was the most dribble pass in the field yet. He is not on it anymore. And Brighton, a two-good team. If he'd gone to a lesser team, I wouldn't mind it. But I just think Brighton he did go to a lesser team. He's gone from Liverpool to Brighton. That's a, that's a lesser yeah, but, team. Yeah, but he yeah, but he's not good enough for Brighton. He should have gone to a lesser team than Brighton. Is what I'm saying. No. He should have gone to Fulham. He should have gone to Fulham. Whoa, no, no, he's a Brighton oh, player, man. You. I like no, him. No, 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 no. Jimmy Milner. But anyway, I'm glad that was controversial because I'm definitely right anyway. <laughs> and let's all laugh United for one final time and obviously the worst transfer of the window was Johnny Evans at 36 years old going back to Manchester United on a free transfer after getting relegated with Leicester <laughs> that even you know they say like a free transfer can never be a bad transfer no that is a fucking dog shit transfer that is horrendous I would rather I would rather a youth player who's 16 run on the pitch for United than see Johnny Evans at 36 go on the pitch like there's there is no gain. There is, there is, what's the long game of having him in there? He got relegated of Leicester last year, didn't have a good year anyway, hasn't been good for a couple of years at least. And, you know, I actually had to play him against Arsenal. Like, that's fucking embarrassing, mate. It might as well be 2013 again. Why is Johnny Evans at Manchester United again? That is mental. That has to be the worst transfer of the summer. Even, even as a free, it has to be the worst one. It's terrible. Why did Tenag even approve it? That's the thing. Why did he even... Because it was no it was no other centre-back and he knows around so injury-prone. He wouldn't sell Maguire. So he wouldn't put the funds up to sign a younger player. So it was... We've got Varane who's injury-prone, then Martinez and Lindelof and no, they, they picked up injuries as well. No, he left like two years ago, mate. Yeah, yeah he, he left a gone. long time ago. We don't... I don't... I couldn't even tell you who is a youth centre-back that we have, but I would rather have had a youth centre-back I never heard of playing for United than Johnny Evans, because at least there's a chance that at some point in the future they could be useful or sold for a bit of money. Like Johnny Evans is just going to have a bad season and then retire probably or go to another bad club at the end of the year. Or, or United give him a two-year extension probably, just because that's what, what Richard Arnold and John Murray do. <laughs> no, when I've seen Johnny Evans got um, a contract at United... I see well, it, it was a I month, thought, wasn't it? What? It was a month for pre-season to get fitness, which I thought, 
that's a bit weird yeah. but whatever if he just needs a team to train with and then like like Ericsson did at Ajax when he just went there and trained for a bit and then went to Brentford I would be like yeah fair enough but the fact they then gave him a year and I just went this club is washed that is terrible no I've seen it and terrible. I thought it was a troll account on Twitter I seen it, I thought oh it's a troll it's a troll account and then I clicked the account and it's actually Fabrizio Romano saying <laughs> here we go Johnny Evans I thought have I gone back 20 years or something? What's going on? It's madness. Yeah, man. But I so was you're like, then. That has yeah, to be yeah, one of the course, worst you can't. Ever. But that James Milner is a good transfer. Nah, nah. Brighton are better than Milner. But no, nah, Johnny Evans is a bad transfer. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That actually went over my head because I don't know. Yeah. You just don't even think about it, mate. Oh, I didn't even think about it, and then I went. I know that fucking poo bloke in Northern Ireland I don't which was anywhere near my club I was happy when we sold him in like 2015 like and and Maguire and and fucking Johnny Evans together that was a Leicester centre-back pair in like 2017 and they're playing for United in 2023 I'm like that is oh my god in it that is poor very poor but that's what United do baby (laughs) no but that podcast this progress running quite short, so we'll do one more quick little segment. I've just thought up in my head, and it's um okay. obviously we all support different teams, and we're all in. We all have different aims this season. I don't know what you guys, your team's aiming for. I think Vic's trying to stay out of relegation. Um, but uh, what is like the most ideal signing in the January transfer window for your team this year? January transfers, obviously, they're not normally massive, but what is the most ideal for your teams? Uh, Kylian Mbappe on the right wing. That'd be nice. <laughs> Wouldn't mind it. Probably take him. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he could do a job. Uh, yeah, yeah he could do a few but bits out there. Anyway. <laughs> well, and can actually play and won't be in prison. <laughs> No, but go on then, Vic. What striker would you like to sign for Chelsea, though? Um, I don't know if it can happen this season because of his Mbappe. gambling. No, I'd say Ivan Tony. I think Kane. But yeah, I'd say Ivan Tony. But I don't know if like that can happen this season. I don't know if his charges are like, up until like, the end of the season and he can come back. But no, yeah, he can. He'd, transfer. he'd be a good shot. Um, I just think he's been twerking a bit for Arsenal and other clubs, Liverpool and stuff. So I don't know if he'll oh, really so want to join us. That's such a weird terminology to use. I never hear anyone say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just clocked it. I said it. Now. <laughs> yeah, I think Tony would be nice. Um, I mean, he's older and he's a physical beast, and he can do everything you want from a striker. Um, Premier League experience proven, and I just think. It'd be nice to have him um, rather than just having the burden on Jackson to try and score um, 15, 20 goals. I think Tony would be nice. He won't cost too much either. I think it'll cost around, what, 40, 50 million? Um, yeah. But whether that actually happens, that's, that's another what if. But, yeah, that's right. Spencer, what do you think for West Ham? What's like the ideal signing you guys could probably do? 
and 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 another striker. No, we need we need a striker. That's that's the one position where we where we're weak. Like I said in the other podcast, we just recorded Moise's plan B is to put Bowen up there, and Bowen and Bowen's Bowen's not a striker. He's better on the on the wide right. I've not no, I haven't I haven't really I haven't really got 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 an idea of a name, but just but just some but just some kind some kind of striker, just someone. To just just it's someone who we can slot in there because 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 Antonio's gone off every game at like seventy minutes I think so far this season and so and and he he's he's probably going to be going in in the summer and he's he'll probably be gone next summer so so we need a striker to go in and replace him and someone someone who can kind of do that job that that job that he does but, but what but just, but just, last season did he just flop or? uh yeah pretty much yeah. Well, did you see yeah, the just... um what Antonio came? Okay, he went onto like Filthy Fellas podcast, and he was like, "Skamaka, great player. He's just not a Moyes oh. player." And I thought, this is this is this is why this is this is why I'm I'm start, starting to fall out of Antonio because because Antonio he started no he started that and he started that beef with one of the other players in the Premier League. I can't remember who it was. I think, I think, I think yeah, it might be Richardson. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you're a current Premier League player. You do not say that about another, about another current player, no matter what, because be, uh, be, uh, so, 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 yeah, so, yeah, someone, yeah, so, yeah, so, someone to replace Antonio, because Ant- Antonio is getting too big, too big for his, for his boots. He, he needs to go over to America or Saudi or whatever, and just go and, re- <laughs> just go and retire, and just, and just, and just, and, just, and now, I, 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 even though, I, even. Though Antonio is our record Premier League striker, I've never liked him as a striker. Uh, I've never, I've never thought he was a striker because, because the thing is, you see, you, you not to turn this into too much of an Antonio rant, but Antonio every every game, including at the weekend against City, he's always out wide. Oh, he's wide, always, yeah. always, he's always, he's always out wide. Whereas, and, and so, and so he goes out wide. There's no one, in, there's no one in the box for him to for the ball to go towards so we need we need someone who's going to stay in that 15 16 yards however however wide a penalty area is these days but he keep just 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 a striker who can do who can do that job just to stay to stay in there and if i i, I do i do think if we can get a striker that can do that in in january then i i, I do think we might be a decent shout for another for another run to, to to try and get back into Europe and to maybe have a to maybe have, have a go at, have a go at win, have, have winning the Europa League because because we wasn't that far away last time we was in the Europa League we got we got to the semis and only just missed missed out because Aaron Cresswell got himself sent off so so, so if we can get a striker I, I, I do I do think we could be a decent shout for, an, for 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 another decent attempt at that Benji go on you do yours I'm still trying to. Still trying to decide on one. I've got some names, but I can't decide. Well, Who does it even need? Yeah, it's tough with us because um, we've literally just dropped four, well, not dropped, but four players didn't play against West Ham and we still had a ridiculous lineup. But um, our right wing's always weak. Like, right wing, because we got, we got rid of Mares, who's gone on to be like the second highest earning in the Saudi League after Ronaldo, which is mad. But um, we need a right winger, so. No, <laughs> I told you it was bad, but um, no, I'll probably say realistically, Rafael Leal. Um, I wouldn't say he's a right winger. Would you? He could. He would definitely a... could be. He's left footed, uh, right? He's right footed. Oh, he right-footed. could be a right winger. I think because obviously, f- 
Foden's on the on Good the right. Doku on the right. Right now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doku's both footed, isn't he? But um, yeah, Foden on the right is not as influential as him in the middle. And if we can have like Foden in the middle behind Haaland with Doku and Leal with Grealish on the bench, do you know what I mean? It's it's like that's that's what I want to see anyway. Obviously, that's not how Pep plays. Pep likes to control the ball, do all this slow build up. But if we can have two pacey wingers. It's like a dream FIFA team, that. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you not think? Be nice. um, do you not think of Eric Shelia from Napoli because he's more like a two-footed? Yeah, I, I yeah. didn't. Didn't Good he show. have like interest by a lot of teams in the summer, and he just signed a new contract or something? Yeah. I feel oh, like oh, he's. Yeah. I feel like he's loyal to Napoli. A lot of a lot of Italian players are so loyal, yeah, and they'll stay cool. there a lot. Like surely you'd want to play for a team that's going to win the yeah, yeah win the Premier League, win the Champions League. Because the closest they came last season was what was it two two Italian teams in the semi final? That's the furthest they've got in so long. But Premier League, they're always yeah, far in the Champions Napoli League. Did smack the Serie A like out of Smashed the park. They? they did yeah. absolutely batter everyone. Yeah, you would think um, though, a, a player like that who plays in the Italian league, they want to play for a team like United, Liverpool, uh, City, like teams with pedigree. Even I mean, put Chelsea in there if you want, but do you know what I mean? Players like teams like that. <laughs> Mate, Chelsea going for Osman, if anything, surely. Get yourself a striker. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about not, that. I mean, you know it's a tough one, really. You know it's a tough one, mate, because there's like... Every position. Well, there's at least four, like... Yeah, Man. like Frankie Dion, or actually I was thinking like Leon Goretzka, maybe, for to steal up the middle a little bit. Yeah. Like, could, could be good. But obviously both well difficult. But like if you put the money up, you probably could get them out of their clubs. At the same time, we need a right winger. Um I can't even think of a right winger like right winger. Yeah, it's not great really, is it? Like and it needs to be someone who's creative as well to help Hoyland. You could also say a striker, like it'd be great to bring in like fucking Victor Osman or something to bag out of goals. But this is gonna sound weird. Fucking delict, mate, might actually be my shout. Because that would be a you good defence. You, you could get him out of Bayern, I think, because he's not been he's not amazing there. Yeah. He was good. He was obviously unbelievable for Tenaga Ajax. And with Varane so injury prone, I think Martinez and Delict could be a good little pair, mate. And at the moment, we desperately need a bit more solidity at the back. And I think if Amrabat can come in and start playing well next to Casemiro, the midfield isn't as bad as people are maybe suggesting. Like, if you play with them two against the best teams and then maybe play Amabat or Casemiro next to a Mount or Ericsson against the slightly weaker teams, it's not terrible. But I think I don't ever want to see Harry Maguire or Johnny Evans playing for United ever. Like, they just make me so angry. Just to see them <laughs> run on the pitch in the shirt just makes me fucking want to tear my hair out and don't have much hair left anyway. Um Maybe that's why. Maybe it's honestly since Maguire signed for United, it's been going. So maybe maybe it goes <laughs> hand in hand. Um, but yeah, I think for actually being reasonably like you could do it. Like Goretzka is kind of on the same. I think you could get them out of Bayern. I think Goretzka would be tougher because Goretzka looks Bayern. But I think the licked. If Tenar came asking for him and United put up 56 million, I, I think you could get the licked into that United team even in January maybe. And I think he would make our backline a lot better, especially when Varane just gets injured. I love Varane, he's class, but he does just get injured all the time. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, the team that probably needs, out of our, of all, our four teams, the team that probably needs a striker, uh, play the most is definitely Chelsea. Um, obviously, a striker. 
yeah striker so desperate that's literally the only position that they need working on which is a weird thing because spend all this money and you've only got jackson who can't shoot mental up front it's mad but a like, billion pound you always spend 35 million on one striker that's it don't even don't even try and test water with two cheap strikers you just go yeah, yeah you'll do mad well it's like chelsea are in the same position as west ham where if jackson gets injured or something he sticks sterling up front and it's like yeah. it's so weird it's such a weird like thing to me because you spend all that money but you're in the same position as west ham and west ham probably in it's a better all position mi- it's as all midfielders it's all midfielders and wingers and not wingbacks yeah. and a centre-backs like it's just not just literally jackson's the only striker so weird well if you think about it right it's, it's just like a weird point but in the premier league there's only a few te- there's i think it's just city and liverpool and maybe arsenal that have a full squad like a full squad where you can rely on if there's an injury, you'll be all right. Like, it's weird because you'd think teams like this, teams like United, teams like Chelsea, even teams like Brighton, West Ham, Villa, they could have, like, backup players, but they just don't. Mate, even, Liverpool aren't, even Liverpool aren't stacked, mate. Yeah, Their yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't stacked, is it? And their back line. With Van Dijk out at the moment for that red card, Gomez isn't playing great, Matip isn't playing great, Konate is a good player but does pick up injuries. Like, you know, Liverpool are also in that boat where they could, yeah, they could probably use a centre back. Yeah, it seems to just be City and Arsenal then, um, which is weird. Mate, even Arsenal, even Arsenal have at the back, like Tommy Assey. Like if they lose, if they lose like Saliba and like Ben White, they're quite exposed at the back as well. Then, Do you know what yeah, I mean? like it does drop off quite a bit if you take them two out of that back line. Yeah, they got holding. Basically, just City just always stacked, didn't they? What can I say? Mate? I think holding's gone, but they obviously signed. Um, they signed Timber, didn't they? And he got ACL injury, like. He was one of like six players to get AC injury, ACL injury like just before the season started or like the first two weeks. It's mental. I mean, they've got Kiwi and um, Tommy Asu can fill out there, but yeah, not really. Like That's him. what I'm saying. Tommy Asu's all right, but he's not. He's not at the level solid, that Arsenal yeah. probably want to be at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, nice, nice little pod there. Um, 35 minutes. For you, 35 minutes, 40 minutes pod a uh, little transfer one we might try and do this every now and again you know there's always talking points to talk about in football as you know there's we could have done so many recently but yeah there's loads to talk about in the world of football nowadays and that might be coming on our website soon uh, we will yeah, update man. you guys next week if we get one sorted but yeah just a little episode there with the same four as the previous episode but that was the bonus one we will put in the description, of course, the Instagram. Make sure you follow it and share, like, all the reels that we're going to be posting. But, yeah, to keep updated, keep keep on top of the Instagram. That's the main thing. It's going to be a season of content. Get involved. <laughs>